Hey fam, hello, 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 hello. I am praying that y'all are all just fighting a good fight still. I'm praying that y'all are having a blessed day, a blessed night, wherever it is when you listen. And so family, you already know I'm coming with the words. So let's, let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you, Father, for all that you are doing, Lord, in our lives, each one of your children's lives, I thank you, Father. I thank you that you care about the parts that we think that you don't even care about, Father. I thank you that you have a plan for even the little details of our life, Lord. I just thank you and I honor you, Father. I thank you that you have woke each and every one of us up this morning. Hallelujah, Lord. And you let us have another day, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, you are so mighty and you are so worthy, Father. You are the creator of the heavens and the earth, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And you still care about us. Hallelujah. You still care about your children, Father. And I just thank you, Lord. I just thank you, Father. I'm coming to you humbly, Father. But I'm asking you for the boldness of Christ to give this word how you want it to be gave, Father. Put your words on my mouth, Father. Hallelujah. And we take all of the flesh out of this, Father. Silence silence Jade. And we only want to hear what the Spirit is speaking, Father. I surrender myself to you, Lord, humbly and wholeheartedly, Father. And I just ask to use me as your vessel, Father, so that your children can get the healing, the breakthrough, the knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding, whatever you have have planned and ordained for them to get through this word, Father. I'm praying that that happens, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we are severing every lying tongue, any foul enemy, any distraction, any hindrance. We severed at the root right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And that's in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, I started feeling the spirit of God during that, uh, <laughs> that prayer. He is so good, Joel. Hallelujah. And we are going to go to um, Psalms 34, chapter, the, ch- Psalms 34, verse 8. Uh, hold up, because you know God be a word like it just be a word yo i be trying to stick with the first, but the whole it's just a vibe i can't i just can't so let's just <laughs> let's start at verse one y'all already know it by now i will praise the lord at all times i will constantly speak his praises i will boast only in the lord let all who are helpless take heart come let us tell of the lord's greatness let us exalt his name together mm, 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 mm. i prayed to the lord and he answered me he freed me from all my fears those who took who look to him for help will be radiant with joy no shadow of shame will darken their faces in my desperation i prayed and the lord listened he saved me from all my troubles for the angel of the lord is for the angel of the Lord is a guard. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you you his godly people. For those who fear him will have all they need. 
Even strong young lions sometimes go hungry, but those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. Mm, you see how it says it will lack no good thing. Come, my children, listen to me, and I will teach you to fear the Lord. Does anyone want to live a life that is long and prosperous? Then keep your tongue from speaking evil and keep your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. His ears are open to their cries for help, but the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. He will erase their memory from the earth. The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to rescue each time. For the Lord protects the bones of the righteous. Not one of them is broken. Calamity will will surely destroy the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be punished. But the Lord will redeem those who serve him. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. Mm, God is so mighty. It's just so much that you can just bring out of that. I pray that that just sits in your spirit. I pray that all those seeds are planted that that was just being read to you. I pray that they all are being planted on fertile ground. Hallelujah. Where they can grow and, and and sprout and have an abundant harvest family. Because taste and see that God is good. Hallelujah. That was my Bible verse um, the other day. It was the other day. And the Lord, he, he began to talk to me. He was like, what's something, what's the Bible verse that you can think of, of, about tasting, about tasting, tasting the Lord and seeing he's good. And um, the first thing I definitely thought of was John 2, the, the wedding at Canaan and how he said, you have kept the best wine thus far. Hallelujah. You have kept the best wine thus far. And that's the first thing I could think of was, Lord, that you have kept the best wine thus far. And he was, so then he just, you know, the Lord, he just let you sit with it. Sometimes, sometimes the Lord asks you a question and you just sit with it for a minute. <laughs> and then he'll say nothing. And you just sit there like, okay, I need more. And it, it's just because the he gives you that silence because he's like, I want you, I want that to marinate. Hallelujah. Let that marinate in your soul for a minute. Hallelujah. So, you know, I'm just sitting there. I'm letting it marinate because I'm a person where I, I just, I just want to please God. I just want to please him. So I just like, Lord, can you just give me a word so I could go do what you called me to do? But sometimes he's like, no, I need, I need you to meditate on this. I need you to eat this bread. I need you to drink this water so it could go down your digestive tract so your body can be nourished by my words. So, you know, your sister just be sitting here and I be like, Lord, like, <laughs> I, I like, give me more. That's how it be. Like, this is this the relationship I have with God. I was like, I give me more. Give me wisdom. Give me understanding. Give me knowledge. And it, it, he just brought it all to me today. I want my children to taste me. I want them to taste my words. I want them to see that my words are good. I want them to see that my words can lead them to the land flowing with milk and honey. I want them to trust me. I want them, I just want them to hold my hand and follow me. That's what God is saying. Taste him and see that he is good. Hallelujah. Taste and see that his wine, he kept the best wine until now. 
taste it and see that it's good. We read. Let's go to um, John chapter 2. And we read. Let's go down to verse. Let's go down to verse 9. When the masters of ceremonies tasted the water that was now wine, not knowing where it had come from, though of course the servants knew, he called the bridegroom over. A host always serves the best wine first, he said. Then when everyone has a had a lot to drink, he brings out the less expensive wine. But you have kept the best until now. And and just let that sit in your spirit. He has kept the best wine until now. Hallelujah. We know that when we take communion, the wine symbolizes his blood, right? And his blood, it, it his blood, the blood that was shed, it cleanses you. And we know when we break the bread, the bread is his body. Hallelujah. So when you think about the wine, just think about he the, the power of his blood, the power that he has kept in his blood. He has kept the best until now. Hallelujah. He is cleansing you and purifying you. So you could be uh, you want to you're just going to be better than like this. How can I explain this? Because it's like I'm just overwhelmed. Hold on. Like when we read the books of the book of Acts, it was powerful. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, the Lord has kept the best until now. Does that make sense? He has kept the best until now. He shed his blood to keep the best until now and receive it. Taste it and see that it's good. Taste this wine and see that it is good. Taste it. All his words lead to light and truth. It's just life and truth in his words. Taste it and see that it is good. Because man cannot live by bread alone. You can't live humanly. You can't be just out here trying to scratch a living. You need the, bre- the the word of God, the true bread of God. You cannot just live off of what your human mind thinks. You can't. You need Jesus. You have to allow Jesus to, um, to like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Father? Nourish your body. That's what you, that's what you need. So let's go to um John 4. And let's go. Let's just read from the top. Jesus knew the Pharisees had heard that he was be, was baptizing and making more disciples than John. Though Jesus himself didn't baptize them, his disciples did. So he had left Judea and returned to Galilee. He had to go through Samaria on the way. Eventually, he came to the Samaritan village of Sychar, near the field that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired from the long walk, sat wearily beside the well about noontime. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Please give me a drink. He was alone at the time because his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. The woman was surprised, for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? Jesus replied, If you only knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, you would ask, and I would give you the living water. 
When you are praying, hallelujah, you don't, uh, some of you don't understand who you are speaking to. You don't get who you are speaking to. Because if you ask him, he's saying, if you ask him, I will give you a living water. <laughs> okay. You don't, you, you, you're not getting that when you praying, you are speaking to God. And you are asking for such meaningless things. When he is saying you're asking for these things, but you're not asking for my living water. You are asking me to bless your finances. You are asking me to send you a spouse. You are asking me to help you get a job. But you're not asking for my living water, says the Lord. You're not asking for that. Ask for that and I will give it to you. That's what the Lord is saying. He's saying, ask for this living water and I will give it to you. Taste it and see that it is good. She said, but sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket, she said. See, don't go humanly to the Lord. And this well is very deep. Where would you get this living water? And besides, do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob who gave us this well? How can you offer better water than than he and his sons and his animals enjoy. See, like the Lord, he's so deep, fam. We always be talking about Jesus so deep because he don't even be talking about what we think he talking about. Like we think he talking about real water. <laughs> but he's talking about how his words can water the roots. You got to remember, you are nothing but dust and ashes. You need the living water. When, when, um, you see, when God formed Adam in the garden, right? He breathed the breath of life into him. And you still need that breath of life. You can't try to cut God off, but then you want the breath of life. You got to want to, um, surrender your will to his. You need the living water. We see as, after sin entered into the garden, and hallelujah it, we were cut off Adam was cut off Eve was cut off hallelujah but then what happened on the cross we were able to reverse the curse by Jesus blood do you get what I'm saying so you need the blood of Jesus to reverse the curse in your life I'm praying that you are understanding what I am speaking to you in Jesus mighty name hallelujah so don't go so humanly with God. When he's talking about water, you need his water to water your roots. You need God to his words to, to nourish all the dry wastelands. That's what you need. You need him to lead you out of the darkness. The only way you can be led out the darkness is by God's light, by his words. You need to be washed and purified by the cleansing of his word. Do you get that? Don't just go humanly and be like, well, he about to, what kind of water he about to give me? Don't think he about to do no Peter pop off and give you no miracle water. It's not about that. No, it's about getting into this word. <laughs> it's about getting into this word of God. Okay. It ain't about Peter pop off's miracle water. It's not. That ain't it. That ain't it at all. Okay. Cause Jesus talking about the water, his word. <laughs> okay. How he turned his water, the water into wine. He's talking about how his words and how his blood can clean you. Do you understand that? It can purify you. It's the best thing that you will taste. 
all this, all, all this time, you have been tasting the sour wine. Hallelujah. We see that when Jesus was up on the cross, right? And they, they, they dipped the hyssop branch and um, the sponge in the hyssop branch. And then they gave it to him. He tasted the sour wine. And he said, it is finished. We see in that, that Jesus said, the sour wine is finished. He came to make the old covenant obsolete. He came to give us the new wine and the new wineskins. He came for that. So you, you sit here, you still drinking sour wine, but Jesus said it is finished. That is finished. Stop drinking. It's sour. Come get this new wine, says the Lord. Taste this new wine, says the Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Taste and see that it's good. You've been tasting sour wine. You've been living under the curse. He says, come out from under that. Hallelujah. That's what the Lord is speaking. He's saying, come out from under that. And taste this new wine. It's the best thus far. Hallelujah. God is so good. Oh, he's so good. Oh, he's so good. Um, And it says, Jesus replied, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> and that is so true because his words did it for me. Like, listen, I was a dry wasteland. Okay. I was barren. I was the fig tree that he just walked up and he seen that the, that, um, All I had was figs. I ain't had no fruit. I was barren. Hallelujah. But listen, the Lord, he took time with me. He didn't rebuke me in the name of Jesus. But listen, I was under the curse though. I was under the curse. But he still came and he nurtured me. He he cared for me. He didn't wither me up at the roots. And that's why I'm so thankful for him. Because he could have he could have cursed me and I could have withered up at the roots. Hallelujah. But he I, he he allowed me to taste that sour wine. So when I tasted his wine, I could see that it was good. That I could see that I don't want the old wineskins. Hallelujah. Because some people just be like, we want the old wineskins. It's just fine. Hallelujah. But no, the new wineskins is what's popping, y'all. Listen, the new wineskins be busting. I'm telling you. <laughs> I cracked myself up, but for real, like the new wine be lit, y'all. It's 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 a kind of like you listen, listen. You in the world, you be thinking you about to go to the club and turn up and get you some shots. Mm-mm, new wine's better. You think you about to go get you a dub and light up. You think that's loud. Mm-mm. I'm telling you what's really loud is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the best thing you going to have. Listen, <laughs> I'm telling you, there's moments that I'll be like, Lord, I'll be caught up in the spirit so heavy that I'm just like, Lord, like. You got me feeling like I'm like on another level. Like I feel really lit in here. And that's because he, he, he is the living water. He is the truth. Everything else is a rip off. Alcohol, drugs, um, sex, all of that. All of different things. Eating or like trying to eat your emotions and all of that. All of that is just like a band-aid. But when you drink that new wine, you just like, this the real thing. You see how even the man, right? When, when, um, when the master of ceremonies drank the wine, he said, oh, this is the real thing thing and oh this is a word y'all <laughs> but he said oh this is the real thing hallelujah he says listen they usually keep 
the 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 nasty wine for less after everybody get lit. After everybody get lit, this is what he said. After <laughs> this ain't what he said word for word. Don't don't be trying to be like, oh, she added the guy's word. I'm just speaking in terms you can understand. Listen, they was all lit in the way in the Canaan, right? And they like usually because you know how like when you in a casino. They'll water down the drink. I pray that you stick with me. They water down the drink, right? And you be like, mm, that's watery. You that's watery. But then you know you go to the bar, they give you a real shot. I'm telling you, when you go to Jesus, he the real bar, he'll give you a shot. You just gotta ask. You just be so much focused on putting your stuff in the putting your money in the slot machine that you ain't realizing you get in the watered down stuff. But when you go into the kingdom and you go straight to the bartender and you say, Listen, give me a double shot, he gonna give you a double shot. I'm telling you, asking you will receive, seeking you shall fine knock and the door will be open unto you do you get it <laughs> do you get it the master ceremonies was like oh this the real thing yo I, listen i'm lit and this is real like i'm really lit now <laughs> like yo what's this top shelf I'm telling you, hey, when you in the world, you getting bottom shelf and all the enemy trying to do, he making you think it's the top shelf. It's not the top shelf, period. It's a rip off. I be seeing people, right? Listen, we going there. I be seeing people that be with, like, they'll be living with each other and they'll be doing, they'll be like with each other. Doing things that people do in a marriage, but you just don't want to be married. Why? Like, why? Because it's that curse. It's that curse. And the enemy, he has a way with plotting and scheming to uh, make people be like, it's okay to do that. It's okay to do. No, God has a plan and a purpose. And it's like, you belittle yourself. Like the person, I know it's one person in a relationship. I ain't going to say it's the man or the woman. It's either or. You'll belittle yourself just to say you have somebody. But then you could be tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. You understand me? You could be in a real relationship. You could be having real living water, but you choose to have death. And when I say death, I mean spiritual death because there's no peace. There's no rest for the wicked. We always talk about there's not no rest for the wicked. It is hard work being wicked. Ask me how I know because it's very hard. <laughs> it's very hard. It's exhausting. You have, So you have a choice to be exhausted or you have the choice to have peace, to have rest. Why would you not pick the rest? And you want to know why? From my point of view, I was afraid to be alone because the silence was just torturous to me. To me, it was like the way the society went. Oh, if you don't got somebody or if you ain't doing it, you ain't popping, you ain't, you ain't lit, you ain't this. And it's like, I care so much about what men think that I wanted to try to please men. But all I was doing was hurting myself. You get what I'm saying? Like, all you doing is hurting yourself. I pray that all of this is coming together. <laughs> I pray all this is coming together. But, like, just taste his new wine. Taste his new wine. I'm telling you, I used to be a person. I like I liked to be alone, but I hated it at the same time. It was like a love and hate relationship. I didn't want to be around nobody, but I felt like I needed to be around people. But then God came through with that unfailing love. And now I'm just like, bet. Like, <laughs> like, ho. I'll be by myself any day. Not saying I don't enjoy people, because I enjoy y'all family. I enjoy y'all. But I'm just saying. 
It's okay with me being alone. It's okay with me going to bed alone at night. It's okay for me to go on a walk by myself. It's okay for me to just sit there and watch a movie by myself. It's okay to do those things. It's okay to go eat by myself because I know that Jesus says that he knocks on the door and if I open it open it to him, he will come in and have a meal with me. I know that when I'm walking, I'm not walking by myself. I know when I'm laying down in the bed, I'm not laying down by myself. Because I've been in situations where I've had somebody and I felt more alone than I do when I'm alone. So it, it's just very exhausting, y'all. Because have you ever, like for real, have you ever been alone, but you wasn't alone, but you felt so alone? Has that ever happened to you? Like you just felt mad alone, but you had somebody. Like, yo, it's just crazy because then you just stay with it because you don't want to be alone, but you still feel alone. Like, listen, y'all, the, the wickedness really have you caught up. You just got to sit there and sit back and check yourself for a minute. Like, I don't like being alone, but I feel alone. Listen, speak out. <laughs> speak out. Because, I listen, your sister's here to tell you Jesus got the new wine. Stop living it over... Uh, don't stop living it, living under the old covenant. Stop living under that curse. Come be set free. Hallelujah. Be transformed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be free. It's just a freeness. Hallelujah. Oh, he is so mighty, y'all. So let's go to Hebrews 2 9. What do we see in Jesus, who for a little while was given a position a little lower than the angels? And because he suffered death for us, he has now crowned with he is now crowned with glory and honor. Yes, by God's grace, Jesus tasted death for everyone. Hallelujah. Jesus has tasted death for you. So you don't have to taste it. He, that's why he is so worthy because he tasted it. Hallelujah. You see how he humbled himself. It says for a little while he was given a position a little lower than the angels. And because he suffered death for us, he is now crowned with glory and honor. He is worthy of it. He tasted death so you didn't have to. So taste him and see that he is good. Taste him and see he's good. He tasted death for you. So why won't you taste him and see he's good? When he tasted the sour wine, he said it is finished. He said it is finished. That is finished. The old way of living is finished. Take that today. The old, excuse me, fam. The old way of living is finished. Make your choice today. Say, you know what? Jesus tasted this sour wine. The old way of living is finished. I want to be transformed into a new person in the name of Jesus. Father, come into my heart and make me a new person, Father. Give me a new heart. Put your commands in my heart, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. That's what you got to say, family, because he will do it. I'm telling you, you go to that bar, you be like, give me a double shot. He going to give you a double shot. I'm telling you, he not going to come back with some water. He going to give you the double shot of what you asking for. I shouldn't say water because, you know, we using water for the symbol of him. So let me not say water. They're not going to come back with ginger ale. They're going to come back with the double shot you asked for. Does that sound better? <laughs> so let's go to Revelations 2. 
family, like, y'all know that I always tell y'all, like, I sleep with the fan on at night. So, I be waking up so stuffy nose. It's so crazy. I don't know why I do this to myself, but I just don't like the heat. Like, I I just can't do that. I just cannot do the heat. So, it's like a, a, you know, I don't know what to do. So, I be waking up stuffy. So, when you hear me go, or I'm always saying, excuse me, it's because I'm trying to clear my throat. Because usually, I'm, I make these episodes right when I wake up or after I get myself together, get my kids together, then I make the episodes. So I'm still trying to get my voice and stuff together. So just, you know, in case I sound stuffy or anything now, you know. <clears throat> so let's go to verse seven. And it says, anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches, to everyone who is victorious. I will get fruit from the tree of life and paradise of God. Hallelujah. So when you hear him say to all who are victorious, I will get fruit from the tree of life in the paradise of God. He's listen. We're going to go to Genesis, right? Let's go to Genesis chapter three, verse 22 real quick. And he says, then God said, look, the human beings have become like us, knowing both good and evil. What if we what if they reach out, take fruit from the tree of life and eat it? They will live forever. But Jesus just said he will give you the fruit from the tree of life because the curse has been reversed. The curse has been reversed. Jesus reversed the curse up on that cross. He reversed it for you. He says, I will give you eternal life. You see right here, he said, they will live forever. I will give you eternal life. All who listen to me, all who are victorious, I will give you eternal life. All who don't follow this world. Listen, the gates to hell are broad, but all that walk on the narrow path, I will give you fruit from the tree of life. Yeah, the, the, the world is loud. The enemy is very loud. But the narrow gate, that's what your true life is. But nobody be wanting to take the narrow because they don't see too many people on it. Hallelujah. But it's, it's, just so, it's just so good on that side. People don't understand because it's the scales on their eyes. People don't understand. They don't see this world for what it is. So they just get right into the line. It reminds me of a dream that I had. I had a dream that it was like a war going on in this parking lot. And it was like in my old high school. And there's like two ways. There's two ways you could get out the high school's parking lot. Like there's like one side and this other side. Boom. And it was like, so people was throwing spears, right? So I had ran to this car. And when I ran into the car, I went to go pull off. Because at first I thought I was going to die in the dream. Because like they was throwing spears at me. And I remember praying like, Lord, just let your will be done. Because if they hit me, they hit me. So, when I got into the car, I don't know why the Lord's leading me to say this, but the car was red. But when I got in, it was like a red car. When I got into it, I had went and turned on the one side, right? And it was just a traffic jam. But remind you, it was a war going on. So, it was a traffic jam. But when I looked on the other side of the road, it was clear. And if you take either side, it can lead you to where my house is. Like, you could go back to wherever you want. You could take either way. But it was like... the. Every car was stuck in the traffic jam. Hallelujah. 
And don't be one of them cars stuck in the traffic jam. Yes, you see everybody going one way and everybody's just stuck going this way. But make the choice today that you are going to turn and go the other side, on the other side of the street. Yeah, it might take you longer to get to where you're going. Hallelujah. But listen, it's a clear road. You won't have to be caught in traffic. You're just going to be going at a steady speed. Hallelujah. I pray that you catch this in the mighty name of Jesus. Taste him and see that he is good. Hallelujah. I have wrote down that scripture. It's um Matthew 7. Let's go to Matthew 7. Let's go down to verse 13. I'm stuffy those fib. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It says you can enter God's kingdom. Hold on, y'all, because I don't blow by those because this ain't cute. Hold on. I'm sorry, fam. That was it was just not cute. Like I couldn't do it no longer. It just wasn't. Mm-mm. It just wasn't. Nah. That's not the will that the Lord has for me in my life. <laughs> so that's uh I'm gonna start from the top. You can enter well from verse 13. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad, and his gate is wide for many who choose that way. But the gate to life is very narrow, and the road is difficult and only difficult, and only a few ever find it. Hallelujah It's very narrow to life, like the gate of life, and when we say this, I'm just spiritually spiritually because a lot of people will be walking around on e right you just walk around empty. And you're not realizing that you are spiritually dead. You're not realizing that your roots are withering. Hallelujah. Because if you're cursed, we see in the fig trees, when you cursed, when he cursed the fig tree, the roots began to wither. So you don't understand that you slowly are withering at the roots. Hallelujah. And you need his water. Because you see when Jesus spoke it, when he spoke, don't you like, uh, what did he say? He said, Come on, fam. Now I got to go read what he said because y'all know I like to get it correct, okay? So give me a second. I think he said, may you never produce fruit again. Hold on. Mark 11, verse 12. The next day, they... As they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. But he reached when he reached it, he found nothing but leaves, because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. And continue to read and you'll see that when he spoke it, it caused it to wither at the roots. Hallelujah. And that's the way that it is. When Jesus speaks a thing, he says, follow my commands. Listen to my decrees. Serve me. Don't serve wickedness. Friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God. The gates to hell is broad, but the way to life is the way to life is narrow. When he says those things, family, right? When he's saying when he's saying them things to you, it's because he knows, listen, if you get cursed, you're going to wither from the roots. But that's why he tells you, come drink my water. Come get this living water so you can thirst no more. It's because once he waters your roots, hallelujah, you'll begin to grow again. You'll begin to get your nutrients again. But the whole time you're walking around, right? The whole time that you are walking around and you're just walking around dead and your, your roots are steady withering. Hallelujah. 
It's only a matter of time before you are, you're just not there no more. Because we can see, right, as we go farther down, it says, it says on verse 20, in the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the root. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the free, the free, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Hallelujah. And it's the same thing with you. If you are under that curse, you will wither. People are going to see that you are withered. You'll see yourself. Just look at yourself. You're tired. You know that you're tired of speaking to somebody. You're tired. And when you look at yourself, you can see that you are withered. You need his living water. So you shall thirst no more. Hallelujah. You walking around, you got this chip on your shoulder. But I'm here to tell you that you got that chip on your shoulder because you're like you're under the curse. I have to be real with you. You are under the curse. You are not producing the fruit. Hallelujah. With God, all things is possible. Because even when you read it, right? Hold up. When y'all read it. It says in verse 13, he noticed a fig tree in full leaf a little way off. So he went over to see if he could find any figs. But there was only leaves because it was too early in the season for fruit. Don't think that because it's just, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just beginning. I'm just beginning. I'm just beginning to know Jesus. Like you can still be backsliding. You can still have one foot in and one foot out. Listen, with God, all things is possible. God can switch a season like this. Okay. Like this, he can switch a season. There's no excuses. If he has came to you and he's expecting fruits, he expects you to bear those fruits. Hallelujah. If he's coming to make a home with you, he expects for you to clean up that home. Do you understand me? You are the temple of the Lord. You were bought for a cost. He shed his blood. That was the cost. He gave up his life for you. Hallelujah. Now, don't sit here and don't beat yourself up. Don't think I'm beating you up. Because I know we all fall short to the glory of God. That's not what I'm saying. I'm sorry, family. That's not what I'm saying, family. But what I'm saying is when you just habitually sinning, when you habitually backsliding, when you just like, well, I'm going to plead the blood of Jesus and you on the way to your boot thing house. You can't do that. You can't be like, well, I'm about to go to boot thing house and we about to get it, get it. You know, I'm listening because I don't know if there's any kids listening, but you know what you're doing at Bookie house. You, <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't try a lot of your sins either because she asked me how I know, but you can't be sitting here and planning these sins and then you wondering why you feeling um the convictions why you feeling like um i got i feel so distanced from god it's because he can't be where sin is at he he can't why does he, he can't dwell among sin hallelujah you gotta go to him you gotta cleanse yourself in the blood you have to really want to um to be transformed into this new creature you have to really want to be washed by his blood. You really want to have to drink his living water. You really got to want to eat the bread of life. You got to really want those things. You can't be like, okay, well, it's convenient for me because I want God to answer A, B, C, and D of my prayers. But I still want to do this. I want him to answer my prayers so that I can take those blessings into the world. No, no, that's not the way it works. 
Hallelujah. All his, everything that the Lord is showering his children with in this hour is to give him the glory. And the Lord had to teach me. Hallelujah. Everything in my life is for Christ's sake. Hallelujah. Everything he gives me, every accomplishment that I make is for Jesus. I give it back to him. I give my God all the glory because I know through him all things are possible. Hallelujah. He let me go hungry. Go, go read um, Deuteronomy chapter 8 in the mighty name of Jesus. He let me go hungry hungry he then he fed me the whole time i was walking the wilderness my feet didn't get blistered my clothes didn't give out all the times that i just didn't know where i was coming or going i didn't know if i was going to or from all those different times the lord allowed that to happen so when the time came where he he um he, he shared his glory with me. I would never forget it was by his strength. Hallelujah. That's what Deuteronomy chapter 8 talk about. That's one of my favorite chapters because it reminds me to always be humble and never to forget God. Hallelujah. So don't want the, the goodness of God. Don't store your treasures up in heaven because you just want to um, take it back into the world so you can flex on the people in the world. It's not about that. It's about my God has blessed me with this. Let me give you the glory. Let me tell you how he did it for me. Let me tell you how I had nothing. Let me tell you about how I only had two fish and five loaves. Let me tell you about that. Let me tell you about how all I had was... um. What's another miracle Jesus did? How how he well it's the same thing. The two fish if I let's just stick with two fish if because we're gonna be here forever if I start searching. But because you know whatever. But like let me just tell you about that. But let me show you how he multiplied it. Let me show like like the woman in um was it Elijah? He came to her house and she only had enough oil and flour to last her for like I think the rest of the day and her and her son was going to die. But let me tell you about how the whole time the Lord was with me he kept flour and oil for me. How I was able to, to produce food for my children the whole time the Lord was with me. Nothing but God. I had no evidence. No sign of how I was going to get through the next day but then that's when he had told me worry only about today for tomorrow has its own worries yes but to know that he is God over tomorrow he showed me that in my suffering he showed me that he showed me sit back and know that I am God be still and know that I am God and that's what he's trying to show you be still and know that I am God he wants to shower you with these things, but he needs you to still, he is still something in your heart. It's still something, it's, it's your heart posture. He's trying to get it right. It's something that still needs to be weeded out in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, so go, he just like, you know, if I give it to you right now, it's not going to work. Because ask me how I know. Listen, it was times that the Lord had blessed me with things and it took for me to take a step back. When the things start dwindling down and I'm just like, well, Lord, what's going on? We had a nice flow going here. And he just like, you're using it for wrong reasons. Now I'm going to take it from you so you can see it. And it, that's the truth. Like sometimes the Lord does have to take stuff from you so that you can see like, yo, I messed up. I messed up. Because he's going to discipline you because he loves you. Hallelujah. Let's go to um, Matthew 6. Let's go down to verse 19. Don't store your treasures up. Don't store up treasures here on earth. Excuse me. Where moths eat them and rust destroys them. 
And where thieves break in and steal, store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Hallelujah. And that is the truth. If you desire Jesus, everything it, it, everything's in him because you're just like, I want to give you back the glory. You are truly who I desire. Hallelujah. And we see with certain people, certain people whose desires are in Jesus and they're in the treasures of this world. That's when they start storing their treasures down here. You see people that buy like $50 million um, shoes just just because. But it's people hungry. Listen, let's speak out. Because their, tre- their treasures are not up in heaven. They're not with Jesus. That's not their desire. Their desire is for earthly things. But what can that give you? Because as you buying that stuff, you still empty. Ask me how I know. Ask me how I know. How you still feel empty. How you just buying things because you think it's going to fill a void. But that void is only for Jesus. That's only for Jesus. (sighs) Family, listen. I know I'm speaking to somebody because I can feel it in my spirit that I'm speaking to somebody. Put down that load. It is heavy. Do you hear me? Put down the load. The Lord says his yoke is light. Hallelujah. It's easy. The burden he gives you is easy. He wants you to come to him with your heavy burdens. Hallelujah. That's what he wants you to do. Come to him. It's heavy. Put it down. I'm telling you, unforgiveness, that's a heavy yoke to carry. Bitterness, that's a heavy yoke to carry. Resentment, that's a heavy load to carry. It's very heavy. Ask me how I know. It's heavy. He wants to give you rest. Put it down. Hallelujah. Family. Like I, 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 I began to talk to y'all before about how I used to smoke. I did. I used to smoke. <clears throat> and at first it started about me being a follower. I was being a follower of the world. I wasn't. I, I was. Everybody else doing it. Let me just try it. But then also I got to take accountability. Because ain't nobody put it up to my list and make me do it. I did it. Right. And at a time, it felt like, oh, this is just a great feeling. This just feels so good. Oh, and then I began to do it, like, all the time, like, all day long. Shorty would be high. Let's be real. Shorty would be high all day. But then with that, that was just a crutch because my life was still crumbling. I began to, I fell into the trap because then all I wanted to do was smoke to forget about the problems that was being formed. Why? Because I was smoking. I was just trying to put a Band-Aid over it. And then one day... Just all the ruins, everything just tumbled down in my life. Everything just started crumbling. Hallelujah. And I remember as my car broke down two times in like the matter of like two weeks, my car broke down two times. Shorty barely got money, okay? Barely had money. And my car broke down two times, right? And I just remember sitting there because the last time I broke down, I was at the dollar store. I remember just sitting there, right? And I'm just like, because I had that knowing. I was like, I was talking to my sister and I was like, God trying to talk to me. 
Like he he's telling me something. He's telling me something. And you know what he was telling me? That, that that burden is heavy. It's very heavy. That yoke is heavy. But take my yoke. It's light and easy. That's what he was trying to tell me. But but I had I, I had so much pride. I was so prideful that I was like, but this is my yoke. I don't want to put down my yoke. This is everything that I worked for. This is everything I did. This is what I like. This is what I chose. But I had to put down that yoke. I had to realize you are, Jay, you are very prideful. You are very prideful and you're wicked. <laughs> For real, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it because it's freedom in Christ. As I begin to see myself, because as you ask the Lord, Lord, allow me to see myself the way you see me. I be, I was like, ew. <laughs> like, she nasty. This is just nasty. She's nasty. But also, it made me fall in love with Jesus even more. Because I'm like, Lord, this is how you sent me. But you still came and got me. Oh, hallelujah. He, he came and he got me. Family, it still blows my mind. Because in those moments, never would I have thought I would be talking to you. Never would I have ever, ever been thinking that... um all of this was for a purpose in that time i didn't feel like that i heard people my mom all of them used to always tell me you know jesus loves you you gotta trust god you gotta pray you gotta do it and at a point i ain't wanna pray what i'm pray for i can't see it happen what i'm gonna pray to him for but then he showed me the power in prayer. He showed me. He showed me that all oh, I have the power of life and death in my tongue. He showed me how I would speak death over myself. Hallelujah. He showed me how I was pumping death into my children. Hallelujah. How how I would I would think it's okay for my kids to listen to all this all this different music because oh they don't know what it is yet but I was pumping it into their spirit man hallelujah he began to show me those things that that no that's not what we do in the kingdom but the best part about it is is he cared enough that he kept his word that he would never leave me or forsake me he kept his word to me he kept his word to me before I even knew his word hallelujah. I, at a point, I never knew Jesus was never going to leave me nor forsake me. But it took for me to get into the kingdom and me to get into his words to see, God, you kept your promises to me. And I didn't even know you had promises for me. Who this is. This is a word. I'm telling you. This is spirit filled because this is life and truth. I've been there. I'm never going to be a person that act like I haven't been there. Because then I can't be relatable to you. I'm going to be real with you. I've been there. I've chased behind people who didn't want me. I had friends that didn't have my best interest at heart. I did things to people. I, I struggled along people. I wasn't a good friend to people. Because guess what? I was allowing, I was treating people as I would treat myself and I didn't love myself. So how could I treat somebody else good? And I was with people who didn't know how to love themselves, So they couldn't treat me good. So it was just a whole toxic situation. But God took me out of that. And there's no bitterness. There's no resentment. There's no jealousy. There's no envy. There's no unforgiveness because he cleaned me in his blood. And I'm here to tell you he can do that for you. Taste them and see that he is good. All those other things, all those worldly sources, that's a crutch. All of that is a crutch. I'm telling you the truth. 
those things, those those things, trying to hide yourself in different things. People be popping pills. All oh, that's a crutch. That is a crutch because you're only running from it. You running from issues, and it's because it's, it all goes back to you won't accept Jesus. Jesus is here to reverse the curse. He is here to reverse the curse. Because we know that sin equals death. We know that. So we need somebody who is going to take sin, take sin and become and show it. How can I put this? We needed, we needed Jesus. He's our savior. We needed him to conquer death. He needed he needed to take away death's sting from us. We needed that. But the longer you run from him, the more you're going to be in those curses. And you're going to keep sinning. And sin's going to have control over you. You are called to be sin's master. Hallelujah. You are called. Because it's not just for you. It's for generations after you. It's for the generations after you. The Lord wants to bless you with children. But he needs to get these curses off of you. He, he He got a plan for your children. But it starts with you. He got to get you. I'm not saying that God can't get your kids in his own way. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying he cares enough about you. He wants to reverse the curse on you. I'm going to give you that Bible verse. Hold on. I don't know why my kids got to blast the TV. I be telling them all the time. Hold on real quick. Hold on, y'all. Turn the TV down. Thank you. Um... Let's go to first John. But when people keep on sinning, it shows that they belong to the devil who has been sinning since the beginning. But the son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. Those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice of sinning because God's life is in them. So they can't keep on sinning because they are children of God. So family, that is the truth. Okay. Because in the beginning with this world, I was still, I had me a little duffel bag pack and I was trying to sneak in into the kingdom. I was like, you know what was in my duffel bag? My duffel bag was fornication. <laughs> uh, listen, Okay, because maybe I can't say anything that was in my double. Because listen, we gonna talk about it. Just right now, I don't know. I'm not trying to say too much. It is it's children listening. So listen, <laughs> be, remind me late at a later date. Since what was in your duffel bag? And I'm gonna tell you what was in the duffel bag. But right now, we not going to the duffel bag. <laughs> <laughs> we not going in the double bag and it's beca- just because I don't know whose child is listening and the moral of the story is I don't want them to hear something in it boom curiosity I ain't trying to do that so ask me at a later date <laughs> sis what was in your duffel bag and I'll tell you okay <laughs> I was about to get into all the <laughs> 
and I had to think about it. Oh, wait, it's children. <laughs> listen, because I listen to this in the car when, my, when I'm listening, like, back, I, my kids be in the, we be in the car. So, like, I know they be listening. So, we will just leave it at that. Just, what was it your duffel bag, sis? But, it's just, the power of God is just so mighty. Because it took for him, you know how you get to the to the uh to the club and they wanna they wanna check the inside of your bags and stuff. That's how it is in the kingdom. The Lord like, oh, what's in that duffel bag? And he started pulling my stuff out my duffel bag, and he like, what what is that? This cannot come in here. And then I'll be sitting outside, like, well, I don't want to go in without it. And he was just like, well, we're gonna be sitting here because you ain't bringing this in. But it was a pride thing. It was about this is what I work hard for and this is what I want. Family, that's the truth. That's what happened. So, I want to end this with Proverbs 16. Hallelujah. Family, I hope y'all enjoyed this. I pray pray that y'all enjoy these words. Because, like, you know... If your sis gotta come on here with a rebuke, she coming on here with a rebuke. But remember, I'm coming on here with love, and I always want to be relatable to you. Because listen, I fall short to the glory of God. We all fall short to the glory of God. Nobody is perfect, okay? Nobody is, and I never want to portray to people that I'm something I'm not. Like I, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna be very real, okay? Because. God know, and God's more important to me than what you think. What God thinks is more important than that. For real, for real. And he know everything about me. So why am I going to hide it from you? That's how I look at it. Like, why am I hiding stuff from people when the most important person to me knows everything about me? I feel like when I care about what people think, I'm exalting somebody over God. So you just got to be real with yourself, you know? And it says, we can make our own plans. But the Lord gives the right answers. Oh, hallelujah. People may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. The Lord has made everything for his own purpose, even the wicked for a day of disaster. Hallelujah. If family, remember in John 15, he says, if you remain in me. And my words remaining you, you can for you can ask for anything and it'll be given to you. Get into his word. Yes, tell the Lord, Lord, these are my plans. But I know in Jeremiah 29, 11, you said, For I know the plans that you have for me. Plans to prosper and not for harm. Plans to give me a hope and a future. Hallelujah. Go say that to him. He is a man of his word, but he is going to examine your heart. Be ready for that. Brace yourself for that because it's a part of it because he wants to give you life and give it to you abundantly. So when he gives you things or when he takes things away, it's because he's doing it for your good. He's like, I, I only want to give you life and give it to you abundantly. So if it's, if he sees wickedness in your heart, you got to let him uproot it because wickedness equals death. And if he showers you with everything he wants to shower you with, how? Hallelujah. All it would do is decay. We heard in the we heard a couple of verses back, store your treasures up in God, where the moths and the rust can't eat them. He wants to give you the desires. That's why he, he will give you the desires of your heart. But he gotta pull all the wickedness out first. So you can have a life. Does that make sense? I pray it do. I pray that this has been a word for you, okay? 
just go pray to him. Ask him to reveal your heart. It says people may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. He will speak to you. The Lord will speak to you in a way. Don't worry about it. Let him be God. He knows how to talk to you. He knit you in your mother's womb. He knows how to speak to you. Just sit back and know that he is God. Be still and know that he is God. That's it. That's that's it. That's all. Okay. So, Lord, is there anything else you want to talk about with your children? (laughs) All right. So, the Lord, (laughs) the other day I was working out, right? And the Lord, he said to me, no, 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 no. I wasn't working out. I was I I was sore from working out. Oh, I was sore. And the Lord, when I was going to my mom's driveway, because I had went to my mama's house real quick. You know, I just went to my mama's house, say what's up. And uh I heard him say no pain, no gain. Cause I just kept on complaining, like, oh, it hurts, Lord, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. Ow, ooh, ow, like every cause I got a lot of steps at my house too, like at my own house. Whoo, every step I was just like, whoo, this is just a lot. But the Lord said, no pain, no gain. And I was just like, that is a word. Because it's no pain, no gain. Hallelujah. Let this pain that you are in, let it gain. Hallelujah. Let him add on to you. Yes, that you have to suffer, but you also are going to reign with him. Yes, there's pain and suffering, but know that you will reign with him. That's when you get the gain, when you reign with him. Humble yourself, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Because, listen, after he said that, I'm just like, I got to stop complaining because you're right. Like, because, you know, when, when you're working out, the pain is, you are gaining. You are gaining when you're working out. Like, at that time, you don't see it. Oh, this is a word right here. Let me get it. Let me get it. Listen. <laughs> You, at the time, right, when you're working out, it, it, you just stuck on, okay, this is hurting and I don't see no results. Hallelujah. But as time goes on, you begin to see the fruits of your labor. You begin to see, okay, I see my muscle. Okay, my tummy get flat. Is that an ab I see? Like, you get to see those things, right? But it's, it's the pain. Without the pain, how can you gain? You know when you're in pain, when you're working out, you gain a new muscle. It's the same thing. Like, listen, it's the same thing. Yes, you're going through pain. But during the warfare, you're gaining more muscle. He's strengthening your muscles. Oh, this is a word, y'all. No pain, no gain. It's no pain, no gain. Hallelujah. And you know, and you, when you in warfare, when you trying to figure out, you trying to get, get it right. The scriptures, that's like your, your, your dumbbells. That's like your, uh, weight bench. That's like your, uh, resistant bands. You know, like that's what it is. Like it, it's strengthening your spiritual muscles. So you could be out on these streets husky. The Lord wants you out here husky for him. Are you going to be husky for Jesus? Get your weight up. Yes, it hurts. It hurts. I'm here to tell you, it's going to hurt. But no pain, no gain. <laughs> that's what he said to me. When I was like, Lord, is there anything else? What we say? He said, talk about no pain, no gain. So that's what we're talking about. No pain, no gain. Get your weight up. Get your weight up. Get up if you buck for Jesus. Hallelujah. Do some spiritual squats, okay? <laughs> Do some spiritual sit-ups. Do some spiritual crunches. Get your spirit man up. Get 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 him husky. Okay? 
Hallelujah. It's a war going on. It's a war. Just like you see people training for real war. That's what we do it in the kingdom. We training for war. Okay. Because the enemy's not coming to play. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Hallelujah. And you need to know who your God is. You need to know that, that the light always shines in the darkness. And the darkness can never extinguish the light. Because when the enemy come with his little demonic ways to try to intimidate you, you got to be able to stand firm and be like, uh-uh. Because the word of God said. that. But how can you know what the word of God said if you ain't reading it? Get your spirit being up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, because listen, he not playing. The enemy's not coming to play with you. And it's the same thing. I always be using this, right? When we was younger, now this is how I was raised. <laughs> Somebody hit you, you better hit them back. And if you don't hit them, I'ma hit you. If you if you let somebody pick on you, I'm I'm gonna get you. That's how I was raised, okay? I don't know if everybody else was raised like that, but I was raised like that. Somebody hit you, you better hit them back. And don't let me find out they ain't hit that you ain't hit them back. Listen, and it's the same way in the kingdom. The Lord be sitting there and he be seeing what the enemy doing. And then he be like, okay, well, I, I gave you my word. Why you ain't fighting back? Go get him. Now the next day, you got to go get him. He, the whole time, until you beat that bully down, the Lord just sitting there like, go do what I said. It's the same way, y'all. It's the same way. If he hit you, you better hit him back. I mean, look, listen, look at me like your big sis, okay? We going down to the bully house and we getting them, period. You was messing with my little sis? You was messing with my little bro? Listen, that's how you... <laughs> that's really how it, you got to be. I'm being for real, though. Like, you cannot let him... You cannot let his lies intimidate you. You have to know that God gave you everything you need for that time of evil. You know you got to put on a full armor of God. You get what I'm saying? Just know it. Just, just... <laughs> Just know it. And I laugh because he's so goofy now. Like now, <laughs> now that I know he just goofy. Like he's demonic. And and that's what he does. He tries to do demonic things to intimidate you. But it's because you don't know the truth. When you begin to know the truth, you like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Pump your brakes. Pump your brakes. Chill out. But how can you spot the enemy? If you ain't in God's word, it all goes back to God's word. You catch me? So that's the, that's it. That's it. That's all. The Lord, he sit back and he watch. He sit high. He looked down low and he like, what you going to do about it? Yeah, I see he messing with you. What did my word say to do? You know what it is? The Lord will fight for you. You using God's word. Don't try to fight the enemy by your human might. It's about the spiritual realm. It's about knowing what the scriptures say. To know that God is a man of his word. To know that when you resist God. I mean, not resist God. Oh, Lord, I'm sorry, Father. In the name of Jesus. Submit to God. (laughs) Resist the devil and he will flee from you. I am so sorry, Lord. In the name of Jesus. You know I just get tongue-tied. Whoo, hallelujah. Family, y'all know, listen, I ain't playing with him. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. It says, purify your hands, your filthy sinners, because your loyalty is divided between God and the world. I think that's James chapter 1. Let's go real quick. Let's go real quick. Where is it? 
Yeah. So it, it, James chapter 1 says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested and your endurance has a chance to grow, so let it grow. For when you are, when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is un- as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Hold on. Because the one I want to read to you is purify. But that that's a word, too. Read that. That's a word. James 4, 8. Drawing close to God. And verse 8 says, Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourself before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's a word. Submit. Yes, so. so James, oh, it's the same one. <laughs> it says, so humble, so humble yourself before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. That's the truth, y'all. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Sometimes you got to cast down these vain imaginations that exalts itself higher than the knowledge of Christ. When the enemy comes in, he be like, you ain't good enough. You ain't this. You ain't that. You got to, um. Cast down, that's a vain imagination because that's not what God said about you. So cast down that vain imagination and make it make it obedient to what Christ has said. You speak the word of God over yourself. Hallelujah. If the enemy say you can't do it, God said you can. Because with God, all things are possible. Do you hear me? All things are possible through our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you understand me? All things. If God be for you, who can be against you? But you got to know these things. So when that time of evil come, you can um, you can cast it down. You don't believe the lie. Listen, because your sis right here, I used to believe lies. I would, I would believe lies so much. I just would be okay with it. Like, okay, let me. And you know when you're living in a lie. You know it. You deep down, you know, and people be like, oh, that's just my intuition. No, that's the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Your Holy Spirit is convicting you because you know that's a lie. But people won't be like, oh, my intuition don't lie. No, the Holy Spirit don't lie. Because let me tell you something. You will lie to yourself. <laughs> okay, you will, you, your, your sinful nature will lie to you. It will agree with all the things that the enemy is planting into you. Listen, you, you, you have to know these things. It's the conviction of the Holy Spirit. God is telling you, don't do that. You know that man ain't about nothing. You know that girl ain't about nothing. You know that's not what I have for you. But you'll be sitting there and you want to believe the lie. 
But I just, but I love him, Lord. But I love her. But this, but that, but this. But you just lying to yourself. You just lying. Going around, people be going around saying they love themselves. But but when you got true discernment of God, you be like, come here. Come, come, let me hug you. Let me give you some love. Because with true discernment, you see, you don't. Because I can tell by your fruits. You don't. Hallelujah. So, family, <laughs> listen, we might, listen, I like these sit-downs and talks, you know, so your sis might be back in a little bit, but it's some stuff your sis got to get done. So, let's say this all together. I love you, but most importantly, Jesus loves y'all. Bye. Hold on, wait, 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 family, wait, 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 go subscribe to your sis on youtube at within her beauty yes 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 we are getting it together over there so go subscribe if you're listening to me on youtube go ahead and follow us on spotify um we on apple we on google we on a lot of streaming platforms just go type in within her beauty because there's more episodes on the uh podcast i didn't bring everything from the podcast to youtube so you know you can do that and for the both of y'all so that y'all all we can all get acquainted and become a little within her beauty community you can go to instagram also at within her beauty ministries hallelujah you can go to withinherbeauty.com to go get your merch all of that good stuff family and yeah i think that's it um yeah that's it so <laughs> and you always can email me within her beauty at gmail that's for prayers only only prayers and you can go um email me at within her beauty for any business inquiries we've already discussed this before family but it's people that still be sending like it's be suspect and i ain't answering it because my the, the holy spirit be like delete it so mm-mm. if you look suspect don't even waste your time because the lord he going with me period the lord always with me he he's always with me okay so the, the way the holy spirit work he be like don't do that that's not what you want so if you look suspect and once the holy spirit confirm it i'm not answering it so don't don't waste your time okay but yes, family, let's get ready to win together because we winning. <laughs> this winning season, okay? We we knocking down all these obstacles, okay? In the name of Jesus, we going into the enemy camp. We're going to occupy the land. We taking everything back by force, okay? Everything we taking back by force, okay? Everything. Everything you lost to the locust and the canker worm, we taking it back by force force <laughs> so let's go let's get it let's get let's get duck if you buck for jesus okay so all right fam i already said i love y'all but remember because it's more important that jesus loves you bye